Social Zoom Factor, episode 110. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.SproutSocial.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are talking about in real life events, and I'm talking about the type of events that you go to as an attendee, as a speaker, maybe even you're organizing an event, but I really want to focus on people who are attending events and you are paying money to attend that event, or maybe you're a speaker and you are going to an in-person event and you want to make sure that you make the most of that. So today's podcast, I am going to give you five big ways that you can increase the ROI for the time and money that you invest in these events. Because think about it, you are investing your time and your money and your time is your greatest resource. So even if you're going to an event and you have a free ticket, your time is your most valuable resource resource. So you better make sure, number one, it's the right event and that you are going to be able to be inspired, that you're going to be able to connect with people that you want to connect with, that you're going to learn and that you're going to grow to help both your life and your business. So let's just go ahead and get started. And before we do that, the thing I want to make clear is today I'm not talking about how to make the most out of attending a virtual event. So if you're doing it virtually, if you maybe have the virtual ticket, that's great too. And most of these tips that I'm giving you today, you can do the same thing. But today it's specifically focused on that in real life event and how you can make the most of it if you are physically there. So let's go ahead and let's get started. Number one is that you need to make sure you are starting early with your pre-event planning. As I always say, plan your work and work your plan. You are going to get out of the event what you put into it. And so if you wait until the last minute and you don't know hardly where the event is, what the agenda looks like, who's really going, but yet you've paid a thousand dollars to go to an event, you're probably not going to get as much ROI out of that time or that money as you would if you just invested a little bit of time up front. So you want to do things like 
go and look at uh, the agenda. Look at what events there are that you want to attend. We're going to talk about picking networking opportunities here in a little bit, but make sure you know, what does that week look like? You know, what is, what day are you arriving? Make sure you are booking your travel in time and that you're not showing up at the last minute. If you want to be able to get there early and maybe take advantage of the bookends, you know, I always call it the event bookends. So what's going on at the front and back of that event? We recently just got back from the social media marketing world 2015 and I was a speaker there. I led a panel and I had a solo session on advanced Twitter strategies. And what we did, I'm part of a mastermind. So we got in early. The event didn't start really until Wednesday night was the kickoff party. We got in Monday afternoon and then I had a mastermind meeting on Tuesday. And then we also had an event on Saturday that we went to. We went to the podcast San Diego event. And so me and my co-founder, Josh Moore, Josh ROI Nut, and as you know, he's my partner in both business and life, we went and booked a room for a week and we didn't leave until Sunday. So we got in on Monday and then we did not leave until Sunday. So we took a little bit of time here and there for ourselves, but for the most part, we were game on Donkey Kong, ready to rock that event and networking. Was it tiring? Of course. And we're going to talk about prioritization here in a little bit, but we really wanted to make the most of it because we hardly ever get out to events when it's just the two of us. Usually it's one or the other. So very rarely are both of us at an event and we are going to start doing that a lot more. So that's something you want to be thinking about too, is, you know, who, who within your organization needs to be going to this event? And I know a lot of organizations, both small, medium, and large, they will tend to select one person and they'll say, you know, this person, we'll call it Danielle, because that's somebody on our team. You know, Danielle is the event girl. She's going to go to every single event. Well, you need to really be thinking about it. Does that make the most sense? Are you going to connect with the right people with that person? You know, are you, what are your objectives for that event? And who should you be sending? Because if you can plan your work and work your plan, it may make sense that you include even yourself to go if you are a founder of a company or, you know, maybe even a higher level person. It just depends on what those goals and objectives are. So you want to make sure you're planning ahead of time and know what is available to you online and offline. So look at the agenda we talked about so you know what's happening over the week, okay? But then also look what's going on online. And social media marketing world is a great example because they have all types, all kinds of private groups that you can join for networking, LinkedIn groups, Facebook groups, you know, all types of different ways that you can truly connect with people who are attending the event. And you can do that prior to the event. So make sure you're looking at that. And then create a list of people that you want to either meet or get to know better and why. Okay, so why do you want to meet that person? Hopefully it's not just because they are quote unquote social famous. Hopefully there's either a personal or a business reason that you want to connect with this person and make it real and make it authentic and make sure that you know what your goals and objectives are for the event. Organize yourself, organize your schedule and make sure that you have the right goals and mission. Don't just have a goal to meet people. Maybe your goal is to inspire. It is to connect with. It's to nurture real relationships. Maybe your goal is to meet people that you don't know. Maybe you don't know who you want to meet, but you better have a plan for how you're going to do that. And a lot of events nowadays, they have scheduled networking opportunities. So make sure you tap into that. 
social media marketing world, for example, had daily lunch tables set up where you could network with people who had common interests to you. So whether that was podcasting, whether that was uh, small business, whether it was B2B, B2C, we led a table on one of the days around social strategy and got to meet a ton of cool people. You know, we had a friend from Procter & Gamble all the way to down to a solo entrepreneurs and a speaker and people who are just starting their business. So Sometimes those more intimate conversations can be amazing ways to truly foster those relationships, all right? Another tip, last tip in regard to pre-event planning is know what other contacts you have in the area. You know, last year at Social Media Marketing World, I connected with a past friend and sorority sister. That was just amazing. And now we are getting ready to rock some really cool things together in business because she works on the PR side of things. I was just in Salt Lake City for the Adobe event and I connected for a 6 a.m. breakfast, okay? I'm talking hustling people. Sometimes you have to to make it work. But I connected with a mentor of mine, an amazing man who taught me the data center 15, 20 years ago. Okay. So you need to look at the event and don't look at just the schedule that's there. Look at all the opportunities that are available to you. Who can you connect with? Who could you, you know, foster that next relationship with? Who is in the area that you'd like to meet with? What other events are going on? And I'll tell you, you are not going to be able to see the ROI from those types of things unless you plan early because you will not have time once you get to the event to just jump into those things. You know, the breakfast that I had planned with my good friend and mentor, uh, that was planned weeks ahead of time. So, and we were so happy to finally get to see each other. I haven't seen him in about four or five years. So it was a really cool opportunity and it really increased the ROI for that event. I also got together with one of our clients when I was in Salt Lake City as well. So not only did I go to some of the great events and networking opportunities that Adobe had going on, but I also connected with two great, amazing people and contacts that were not associated with that event at all. So the ROI on that event was huge. Number two is to invest and invite early and don't be shy. So you need to figure out how you can invest in human beings and invite people into your community to be into having a relationship with you early. Don't wait until the event. Don't wait until after event. So you can do things like creating a Twitter list of people that you want to further connect with. You can make that list private or you can make that list public. Uh, create a list of speakers. So I'm oftentimes usually a speaker at these events. So I will usually curate a list of speakers on Twitter. And you can find my list that I have for Social Media Marketing World if you go out to my Twitter handle at Pam Marketing Nut. Create a list of friends, of organizers, you know, who are the people you want to meet? Reach out to them early and don't be shy. I love it when people reach out to me and say, hey, Pam, I'd love to connect with you at this event. I'd love to put, you know, a, a face and a hug with an avatar. I love that. And we had a couple people who wanted to present their businesses to us, some crowd, some organizations who are in crowdfunding mode. And uh, we looked at some businesses while we were there and they reached out to us weeks ahead of time. They didn't just do it last minute. So when we ran into each other in the halls, it was wonderful. So don't be afraid to reach out to somebody, even if you don't know them. Number three is during the event, make the most of every single networking opportunity. And <laughs> continuing on what I was just saying about the halls, 
the halls are magical at these events. And I, I really believe that. And at Social Media Marketing World, I really felt this a couple of weeks ago. And I ran into so many just amazing, crazy, funny, smart people in the halls. Okay. And so even if you're in between sessions and, you know, maybe your schedule gets a little wacky and maybe you miss a session, who cares? Go roam around the hall and find some of your friends. You know, if you haven't been able to connect with somebody, send them a tweet and say, where are you? You know, usually at an event, the best way to get me is usually my cell phone, text me or send me a tweet and you're probably going to be able to find me. Make sure that you arrive to sessions early. And this is including the keynotes because find a great place to sit. You'll be amazed at the people that you can meet if you actually get there on time. And for me, this can be difficult sometimes, but I really like to get in there and get a good seat so I can see and I can take some good photos and really, you know, become part of that online conversation, which is the next thing I want to talk about in that the networking opportunities at an event are not just physical, okay? They're also virtual because everybody there nowadays is talking online. And I shared a story a few years ago when there was a local event, I believe it was Social Fresh, and we were in Tampa and there was an owner of an agency that had come up to me and said, you know, I just can't believe how quiet this event is. And Social Fresh runs an all-day track to where everybody sees the same uh, presentations all day. And I had gotten to the event a little bit late and I remember sitting there typing and tweeting away and I hadn't shut up since I got there. So I had been there about two hours in the morning and we were on our lunch break and this woman that owned this agency came up and said, I can't believe how how quiet this event is. And I'm thinking, I haven't shut up since I got here. We've been tweeting the whole time. But you know what the problem was? She wasn't online. She hadn't integrated social into her communication medium. She wasn't on Twitter. She was missing half the conversation. So if you're going to these events and you are not joining the social conversation, let's say you haven't hopped on Twitter yet, you need to do this because you're missing out on half of the opportunities. Everything that's happening, said and done is being shared socially. You need to make sure you're following the hashtag you are uh, checking out images that are being shared that you are at minimum getting onto Twitter and getting onto Facebook and joining those conversations. Okay. Now, when it comes to choosing networking events and looking at the big cornerstone events that are sponsored by the event organizers, make sure that you pick wisely. And I see a lot of people that are working harder, not smarter. So they try to go to every single event, but what happens? They wind up stressed out. They wind up at these events, at these dinners with their head stuck in their phone. And I I was at a couple dinners last week and I couldn't believe some of the people that I saw that preach relationships that could not get their head out of their phone. And here they are with a room full of people wanting to engage with them and they're stuck with their head in their phone. Come up for air, people. Enjoy real life conversations, okay? So it's better if you are slammed. I know we all have day jobs and I do my best to rally when we go to these events. However, I'll tell you, I never try to go to every single networking opportunity. I can't physically, mentally do that. I'm running an agency. I'm running an entire digital platform. We have a ton of stuff going on. I have a team I have to manage. I can't 
physically or mentally go to every networking opportunity that there is. So pick wisely, plan ahead. Like I was saying earlier, it's better that you go to two or three of the scheduled events and you are awake, you're alert, you're engaged, and you're ready to rock some new and existing relationships versus wearing yourself ragged and being that deadbeat, unsocial person that's stuck to your phone for 10 events. Okay, show up. When you go to these events, be ready to show up. All right. Next is when it comes to networking opportunities is create your own networking events. So social media marketing world is a great example. I went for the first time in 2014. And so the past two years, we have had dinner out with friends and colleagues. And we started two years ago with, we had about 10, 15 people. And this year we had almost 50 people who joined us. And so we had multiple Ubers going over in vans and um, we, they had to rearrange the room because we had so many people. But I'll tell you, some of the best memories, connections, and relationships can be made at some of the less formal and less organized events. Why? Because people let down and they're ready to just be themselves. They're ready to, you know, have some good food, have a couple drinks and just hang out and take in the moment. So when we went to uh, the dinner this last year in a couple weeks ago in San Diego, you know, we had this amazing Italian restaurant on the water and the atmosphere was just amazing. The venue was great. Company was great. It was kind of one of those dream nights that it's like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I was able to personally connect with so many amazing people. And a few of them I had met in the halls um, during the event and got to know them. You know, Martin is a great um, example of this. Martin, I know I'm going to slaughter your name, Martin Shreverington. And um, him and I were able to connect, I think it was that day, in the hall and connected at a very personal level. He had always been on my list of people I wanted to meet and talk to. And I got to sit with him and a couple really cool dudes um, over dinner. And we had some really deep discussions. And we are going to be able to do some amazing things together. I know we are getting deep into some content here, but before we move on to tip four and five, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors and they are truly what makes this social zoom factor podcast possible. I'll be right back. Smart digital marketers know they must proactively discover, inspire, and interact with their customers on social media. Sprout Social puts turbo social marketing power in your hands with a platform that is both powerful and user-friendly. It simply gets out of the way and empowers brands to easily listen, engage, proactively respond, measure, and most importantly, nurture relationships with both new fans and loyal brand evangelists. Sprout Social is a platform that can help you achieve business results. If you want to truly connect with your online community and start streamlining your social engagement, start with a free 30-day trial of Sprout Social today. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Again, that's sproutsocial.com.
Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Number four is easy, and this is just capture the moments. So this is about photo. This is about video. People love to see themselves in the limelight, right? So take photos, take videos, capture the moments real time. However, be really careful not to be one of those selfie gremlin trolls is what I call them that run up to people after midnight. They see you in the hall and they say, let me get a selfie with you. That drives me insane. Okay. If I wanted my picture taken at 1230 or one in the morning, I would be like totally showered and say, hey, let's come take a a selfie together. No, if you know me and you have a reason to take a selfie with me at midnight, that's fine. But if you don't know somebody, don't go run up to them when they have just left the gym, the hotel gym, and they're on their way back to their room and they say, hey, Pam, let me take a selfie with you. No, come talk to me at one of the events where we are. Come talk to me, you know, when I'm not stinky. So don't take selfies just to show that you are with a certain person. Make there be a reason. And I I really try to do my best not to take too many selfies. And I don't ever want to be one of those people that's just trying to um, take selfies with people who are have a ton of followers or, you know, are social famous. I only try to take selfies with people that maybe I am really excited to finally meet or we're having fun together or we're doing something that is cool. Okay. So that's pretty much my criteria, but using photos to capture those moments can be a key piece of your networking because it's going to help you remember the contacts. It's going to help you be able to ask for their Twitter handles. I love taking a photo and immediately tweeting it, showing it to them saying, Hey, is it okay if I tweet out this photo? And by the way, what is your Twitter handle or what is your Instagram handle? And that's a great way when you meet you know, really cool people that you've been wanting to meet or that you just happen to meet real time for you to capture their name and capture who they are. Maybe even take a picture of their badge and say, I don't want to forget you. And don't forget when it comes to capturing the moments, if you are getting into the event early, maybe you're staying afterwards, like I told you we did in San Diego a couple weeks ago, share those offline experiences. And I saw the social media marketing world Twitter handle actually tweet out to people and encourage people to share what they were doing in the city afterwards. So tell us what you're doing. Show us your pictures of the beach. Show us your pictures of Disneyland, wherever you're going. So if you are there in the area before and after and during the event, share that. And we've connected with some cool brands who are local to San Diego. 
Diego in that specific area and who were doing social listening, which I absolutely love. And we'll be bringing one of them onto the podcast here soon to talk about exactly what they're doing. But capture the moment. That's what social is for. We live in a visual world and just make sure that you are doing it authentically and for the right reasons. Now let's talk about number five, which is our last tip. What do you do post event? So this is just as important, if not more important, because the event itself is a specific time period. Okay. The relationships that you have with these human beings that you have met will live on potentially forever. So you need to keep it simple. You don't need to go try to boil the ocean and and have a perfect relationship with every person you came in contact with. Keep it simple and keep it real. Don't wait for perfection. Timing is everything. So think about a strategy to where even as you are getting on the plane or you are on the plane, if you have Wi-Fi, okay, let's say the event goes until Friday night and you are just book solid and then you're going to hop on the plane on Saturday morning. What I want you to do on Saturday morning, if you're not passed out tired and you have Wi-Fi, I want you to fire up your Twitter account and I want you to join the conversation. Go do a search for the primary hashtags that are associated with the event. Talk to people. You will find other people who want to talk, okay? You will find other people who may even be on your plane. I have a funny story from two years ago at Social Media Marketing World. There was a girl named Jennifer Bennett who lives here local with me here in Orlando. And we had talked a ton online, but we never had the opportunity to meet face to face. Well, we're both headed to San Diego and we're both tweeting. And long story short, she saw me stand up. The only time I stood up for about 10 seconds to let somebody out of um, my row. And she tweeted me and said, I think I just saw you. You stood up. And um, so then we're trading and tweeting back and forth. What row were you in? And we were able then to meet on a plane, even though we live about 50 minutes apart, we were able to meet on that plane and then we hung out the whole week. And now I would consider her one of my good friends. Okay. So had I not been writing the hashtag, had I not been tweeting, had we not um, been having fun and being part of that online conversation, I would not probably have her as a good a friend as I do today. So I'm very thankful for that. So on your way home, do the same thing. So post event, who can you connect with? Who are the people that you did meet that you want to make sure you get in touch with them next week? So you can just send them a simple tweet and say, hey, it was great meeting you. Hey, you know, here's the image that I took of us. Here's our crazy little selfie. Um, Here, you know, I look forward to connecting with you next week. Uh, Connect with them on Facebook. If you really felt connected with them and you want to be their friend on Facebook, find them on Facebook. Go connect with them on LinkedIn and start simple. Okay, you don't need to boil the ocean. Then what you want to do when you get back and settled at home, then send your deeper follow ups. Okay, then you can send an email, you can send a LinkedIn message. And of course, every person is different. So how you do this is different. The only strategy that's going to work is the one that works for you and your contacts and your business. But leverage the photos that you took during the event and after. And I love to filter them in over time. So what I do with images and anything that I've captured from the event, whether it be videos, whether it even be, you know, podcasts I'm going to do on specific topics or blog posts, I will filter them in um, during the event and after the event. And then let's take images, for example. 
example, you'll still see me in the next couple of weeks. I will upload an entire album to Facebook and it will have all of the images that I took. Although I've um, been sprinkling in some of them over the past couple of weeks, then what I'll do in a couple of weeks is I'll upload a big uh, photo album of those. And that helps you kind of get the most ROI out of those images and kind of milk it over time where you don't have to put everything up there at once because people are kind of overwhelmed when all these images are up there. Sometimes it's good to reconnect with people and remind people of, you know, that event we had, that dinner event where there was 50 of us who got together and had a blast. You know, that's going to be really fun to post some of those crazy images in a couple weeks from now. So do what works for you. Find your own approach, obviously your own strategy. And what feels natural to you? So I would say with all of these things, there's no perfect science. It's it's really more art than it is science. But it's really important that you, I think, think about the tips that I gave you today. Make sure you're planning. Make sure, number two, you are investing and inviting early and not being shy. Number three is that you're making the most of every networking opportunity that you have. Number four is that you are capturing the moments as you go. And number five, you are really tapping in to post event. Okay. And that includes doing everything that I said in the other four tips, which is joining the LinkedIn groups, joining the Facebook groups, everything I told you to do pre and during, you also need to be doing post event. It's up to you what that ROI is going to look like for you and where those relationships are going to go. So I know that your time is so valuable and this podcast actually turned out a little longer than I initially thought it would be, but I hope that it's jam packed with some tips for you to truly help you get the most that you possibly can out of your next events. And let me know how it goes. If you use some of these tips, please tweet to me at pound social zoom factor and let me know how it goes. If you have other tips that you think that we should share and talk about and help others, tweet those to me as well. So I wish you the best of luck uh, in the coming days, months, and year and hope that you have a great rest of 2015. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.